You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. Well, Joe, I can't be right all the time. Unfortunately, you can be for two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row? That's pretty Um, impressive, huh? Yeah, well, that's what happens when you get lucky sometimes. (laughs) Guys, welcome back to the newest episode of the Tri-State Sports Beat. Nick and Joe back at it again in the Nick Federico bedroom studios, as as normal. Um, What a wild conference championship weekend we had there, Joe. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, a little bit. Controversial, yeah. Controversial to say the least. Referee input on both of those games. I'm not going to say on which way. I mean, I think we all know which, which, uh, yeah. We saw the Saints. Yeah. Rams. So let's just get right into it. We got a lot to talk about. We got these championship games to talk about. I guess we'll. Well, we won't preview the Super Bowl, but I mean, we'll get our little takes in it. Got some, you got some hockey for us, a little bit, a little bit of hockey. Uh, but I mostly want to know your take on Adam Gase because people are dying to know. Yeah, they have my take. They need your take. So, without been further, off for a while. Yeah, I know. Feel, you feel it's good to be back. Okay, good. Fair. That's that's positive. That's positive. Always, that's always great. Positive. All right. Always positive here on Tri-State Sports. Of Beat. course. Um, NFC Championship game: Saints Rams. Everything I expected, except for the referees having Rams helmets on their head, basically. That was a big call. Yeah. Um, and a crucial time for the call, too. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, which if you're listening to this, I don't know why you wouldn't have an idea what we're talking about. <laughs> um, a very crucial, costly penalty. No pass- penalty. It's, yeah, no penalty, no call. Um I forget exactly who committed the penalty, but Lewis was the um, recipient of that nasty hit, the wide receiver for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pulling for New Orleans all the way. I know I bet the over, but I wanted New Orleans and Drew Brees to get it done. And I thought they were because they're six and they were six and zero at home in the playoffs under Sean Payton and Drew Brees. So. I was really pulling for them to win, and I feel if the refs actually took the flag out of their pants, maybe they the Saints think, it, it would have been for, it would have sealed the deal. They had a flag. It would have sealed. It would. Was, they didn't forget in Kansas City. We'll get to that too. Um. Yeah, that. How like how? How do you call that? First I don't know. All, first of all, I think it was head to head contact. It was it was, it was not only pass interference. It was helmet to helmet contact. So. That's, that's the Saints e- basically had it, their choice. That was an ejection, no? Um, that, it would, you know, it would have had to be reviewed and whatnot. Yeah, but, but at it, that point in the game, they're you're not worried about that. You're minimum, worried about you're worried about getting the 15 yards yeah, or the spot foul penalty, penalty. Yeah, minimum penalty. It's still a 15 yard penalty. Yeah, and, and and either way, I think if the Saints get that flag, they kick the field goal and they they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, right. Saints got screwed. There's no doubt about it. You can hear anybody else's opinion, but that is a fact. I'm spitting straight facts. The Saints mm-hmm. got screwed. Um, if you heard the post-game press conference from Sean Payton, he feels like, I mean, everybody feels for the guy. Everybody knows how he feels because everybody saw it, except, also, except for the referees. I also saw one with uh, Mark Ingram, and he was just, even in the locker room, he was still in disbelief yeah. that that call wasn't made. And, of so, course, Todd Gurley having fun at the expense of Yes. Uh, expense of the Saints on Instagram. If you don't know what we're talking about, go on Todd Gurley's Instagram page. You'll find out real quick. Um, but you know what's you know what's fun, not so funny, but funny too, is that the Rams know they got away with one. Oh, absolutely. they have, they absolutely know they Gurley got away with one. Put that up there. If yeah. You, if they did. Um, but none, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, Zerline ends up kicking a fifty-seven yard field yep. goal. I think in overtime. Uh, eventually, I mean. That penalty cost regulation. It forced the game to go to overtime, basically, and ultimately screwing the Saints. I can't say it enough because the Saints should be in the Super Bowl. Um, they were right. They were they were in the red zone, I believe. They were they were on the brink of being in the red zone, and the Saints. 
uh, the Saints outplayed the Rams for most of the game, and that it's just just unfortunate that the refs had to be involved and it had to be in the hands of the officials for to have the outcome that they did. Yeah, no, I especially I get I get it's playoff time. You want a little more to get let go, uh, let the players be a little let the more players physical, play. but when it's that much of a blatant call. You just you have to throw the flag. You have to. Can't let that. You have to like you. uh, And the league came out right after and was like. And they admitted. Oh well, why didn't you admit it when the game was going? Like how? Like who is working in the NFL officiating department to not Mm -hmm. know right away that that's a foul? That's a penalty. It's blatant. The guy and the guy doesn't even turn around. That's going to go hit Lewis right in the helmet. The guy doesn't even turn and around for the ball. Refs, there was two refs right next to him. I yeah. watched the replay over and over again. The guy doesn't even turn around for the ball. If he turns around for the ball, okay, maybe I see why they don't call it. But even still, turns his head or not, it's a penalty. It's helmet to helmet. It's pass interference. Cost the Saints the Super Bowl. And the Saints were the better team. I'm sorry. They were. You know, they were kicking the Rams' ass mm-hmm. in the first half. Second half, they, you know, second half, they laid off a little bit, and the Rams started coming back. But... Um, I want to say to give credit to the Rams, but I have to give credits to the officials because mm-hmm. I mean, give no credit to the officials. I'm sorry, but like the Ram, the the officials are the reason the Rams are in the Super Bowl right now, and that the Saints are still in New Orleans and sitting home. Yeah, no, it's really, really disappointment. And it was a great game too. Both sides oh yeah, had great game. It was and like you an said, awesome game. Like you said, Saints contained them. Pretty well, especially mm-hmm. Todd Gurley. I think it was Todd Gurley's. Worst Todd Gurley missed a lot of time worst. because I think he was. I think he was hurt, and he was not one hundred percent coming yeah, into this game. I don't know what happened. And CJ Anderson did not have a good game. CJ Anderson had one good game last week in the divisional round, and everyone's like, "Oh, CJ Anderson's gonna light up the Saints because Sheldon Rankins is out for was out for New Orleans, their big run stuffer." But I mean. The same the the Rams were not the Rams in that first half of that game and a little bit in the third quarter. I think I think where the Rams really were able to kind of play off the Todd Gurley thing was with CJ Anderson. Yeah. CJ Anderson had a decent decent game. Yeah, but he didn't have the game that everybody no, you know. No, he didn't have I think they were hyping they were hyping him up way too much, I think. Yeah. He's a good player, don't get me wrong. He was a very good player in Denver and he's hopped around the league for you know, a year. So, but I mean, he played well, I guess. But the thing you take away from this game and that will always be remembered is that is that call, that non-call. Absolutely. And you want to talk about, you want to talk about, I. you know what? I wish that referee staff, that um, that officiating crew in the AFC Championship game would have ref the NFC Championship game. Yeah. <laughs> because there were, and we'll get into it right now. So, the Rams uh, advance to the Super Bowl, obviously, will play in Super Bowl 53. The AFC Championship game in Kansas City, the Patriots and the Chiefs. Um, I will be the first to tell you, um, if you listened to the show last um, on Friday, um, I was very high on the Kansas City Chiefs, as you could tell. If you didn't listen, go of course, go back and listen to it. Um, it was just me flying solo, just ranting and raving. But I picked the Chiefs' money line. Um, I think I was betting with my heart a little bit. A little bit. Um, I was riving some emotion, though. You know, a friend of ours is big Chiefs fan. My father, big Chiefs fan when he was still here. Um, yeah. It was, again, an amazing Great game. game. Great game. The officials. Until, yes, oh. until the officiating got in the way. And it, it, again, it came at the most important times of the game. Let's talk, but that whole, the whole sequence, I think it was in the fourth quarter, the, the whole Edelman uh, punt thing. Did it touch him? Did it not touch him when he, you know, uh, there's a lot of controversy like, over that. We were there's standing, we were standing in my living room. Like, did he touch it? Did he, he definitely touched it. He touched it. But I look back at it a little bit. I, I don't think I he don't probably think. didn't touch it, but of course we were hoping that yes, he did. Absolutely. But, and then they get it, and then, but you know what happened? The Brady throws a pick; it goes right off the fingers of Edelman, and Sorensen ends up picking it off. And I think it resulted in a, I think it resulted in a Chiefs touchdown. I'm not quite, I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh man, that. Jamal Adams had to tweet out. 
Oh, the whole job. All, all the guys Bold tweeted Bold out. <laughs> Darren Lee, Darren Lee, Jordan Jenkins, all Jets defensive players were tweeting out, which, you know, it's whatever. I mean, at, at show it to me on the it. show it to me on the field instead of yeah. on Twitter. That's all I have to say about Absolutely. that. Um But I hate to say it, but typical Patriots, obviously. They were up fourteen. I think they were up fourteen nothing, right? To start the game or thirteen yeah, nothing at the end of the half. Yeah, at the end of the half. Um so from there we were like, ah, but after the half, here we go again. After the half, it was the Kansas City Mahomes show. Yeah, which got us hyped. Let's be honest. How many points they score in the fourth quarter? You said 20, thirty. Twenty-four for Kansas City. How many total though? Thirty-eight, 38 total. Points. Thirty-eight total points in the third in the fourth quarter, which was that's, great. That's more. That's more uh, points than either team scored. Yeah, total. And this this next call, you got like. I think this was in this was the fourth quarter, which ended up having Every the Patriots. Was in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because then the Patriots got the lead back, and then the Chiefs got the ball back, and then they kicked the the and field goal to tie and it. Forth and, back and, forth and then and forth. the somebody said it on Twitter best, and um, I believe it actually was a Jet. I can't remember who, but the officiating crews like. They should cover Tom Brady in pillows, honestly, because I'm touching Joe's shoulder right now. Like I just hit it very lightly. They called that a pass interference. How do you call that? Especially because the ball was still in his hand. No, not pass interference. Not pass interference. Roughing the passer. Sorry, I misspoke. How do you call that roughing the passer? I that's that one got me riled up. And then I, and I then D four and then D four lining up off sides. When do you when do, when is that ever called? Ever. Yes, but that I do understand that. I it's never it called. Bad, it was just a bad lineup. It's never bad. called. I know. I know. But of course, you're playing against the Patriots. Everything's gonna get called. And it's gonna go in their favor, which it did. I'm still not happy about this. <laughs> I don't think anybody's happy that the Patriots no. are going back to the Super Bowl. I think ninety I think I, I, I think, think at least eighty five percent of America are Rams fans at the moment, or will be February third? And yeah, I think the only ones that aren't Rams fans are Saints fans. Yeah, Saints and Patriots fans. Uh, Louisiana, the whole state of Louisiana will be rooting for the Patriots. Yeah, All of that. New England, you know, Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, obviously, will be rooting for the Patriots. Everywhere else, let's go Rams. Because, uh, and then the worst part is it. Part of it is too when you go when the, it hits overtime, right? And I knew it. I knew it. Patriots are going to win this toss. They're going to go right down the field and win it. And sure, and SHIT, they did. Like, you had to know that was coming. Yeah. They all, and we, said uh, it, we said it right at the beginning. They the always time. win the coin toss. Kansas I don't City, get it. If Kansas City does not win the coin toss. They'll lose. It's They're not winning. They're not going to the Super Bowl. It's exactly. I just what don't. Happened. It all and it, exactly. it doesn't matter who the Patriots are playing. It always happens. Oh, and I'm not saying there's a. I'm not saying there's conspiracy or anything like that. I don't believe in that. Brady and Belichick are the best to ever do it. I'll be the first one to tell you. But it just. When will it stop going in their favor? Um. When will it stop? I need to know. That was the other thing. There's another controversial call. That was under review. Maybe it's not as controversial as I, I'm making it out to be. The Hogan like catch? The Chris Hogan catch. It yes. was a catch. Yeah. The so one-handed one in the middle of yes. the field, that was a catch. The, See, the other one wasn't I feel a like if it hits the ground, it's not a catch. It, I feel like that's been played out all, all season. See, I don't know. It's still iffy to me because I know there's there's a lot of controversy with that, that rule uh with the with the surviving the ground thing yeah uh, so i i get how it wasn't overturned but i don't know if you if you overturn that how do you uh, i mean how, the chiefs if you don't overturn that how do you overturn the punt the chiefs were set up to win this game but the calls against them didn't help them which ultimately you could say okay and, maybe it was the chiefs now you know not being disciplined enough against the yeah. Patriots, or you could say yeah. it was the refs. You know it's fifty fifty there. I but mean, they also the other thing with the Chiefs, they didn't start off very well. 
Oh no! Again, the first half. Nobody they had a big old goose. Nobody. If you don't start out against the Patriots, if you let the Patriots score on their first possession, go yes. down the field, oh. score. It's not likely. You know, it's not very. It's slim. It's very slim that you come back from that. Honestly, they were down with four. The way, with the way Kansas City played in that fourth quarter, I still do think that they deserve that, and that's not being biased because I'm a Jets fan. That's in all honesty, they played out of their minds. Yeah, I, and you want to know? You want to know an interesting stat that I read in the car today? Not driving. I was parked. Don't do not text and drive. I do not do not do that. Um, Tom Brady has thrown ninety passes, or nine. He has ninety pass attempts in the playoffs. He has never been sacked. He has not been sacked once in two play two playoff games. He has not been sacked once against um well the Colts defense isn't girl the you know no oh, who did they play last week who did they play in the divisional round the divisional round yeah wasn't I thought it was Colts no Kansas City played the Colts why am I blanking oh my gosh it's been a long day for both of us I think oh my especially gosh. Nick why am I blanking um who did the Patriots play in the well, divisional round Kansas City first off well yeah so their defense isn't Anything they were 31st in the league, total defense. Exactly. So, so I expected Brady to shred them. Oh, they played the Chargers. Correct. They played the, the Chargers. River, River. I mean... So it's pretty impressive that Joey Bosa didn't get to him. Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. So... So I guess they're... I mean... Their yeah, their O-line played well. But, but they didn't get to him once. They weren't even close. Yeah. Chiefs weren't even close either. They were never close. Which could, which is an ultimate, you know, if you want to beat Tom Brady, you have to get them. Look at what the Giants did in the two Super Bowls. That's how you beat Tom Brady. You have to pressure him. That's all there is to it. Um, so I'm not saying the Chiefs got screwed, but typical Patriots, honestly. Yeah. Um. But so they, all around, I think yesterday was they both had amazing games. Yeah, it was great. Um, they were both great games. Again, the only thing that really ruined it. Happy birthday was, to me. That's all I could yes, ask for was. Yes, it was his birthday, uh, Nick's birthday yesterday. So it would have just made wanted, it so much better if the Patriots had lost. Just wanted good football but, games to watch. But yes. That's they, what we got. Two overtime games. games. What, could, what could you ask for? Thank you. Thank you, Drake. Yeah, thanks, Drake. For that. Um, um, so Super Bowl 53, we still have to decide what we're going to do. For the Super Bowl, yeah, but we will have the Patriots and the Rams. Um, to in my opinion, the least wanted matchup that I wanted. But you got to look at it this way: the, the two head coaching minds mm. going into that playoff, the young, that young blood playoff. versus Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it'll be intriguing. The young offensive and the uh, the mega mind. Yeah, it'll. It'll be a good. I don't know if it'll be a good game. I'm not gonna bet. I'm not betting against the Patriots. I I won't because that's see. That's exactly why I put the over on the Kansas City. And I know I was just right. I was riding I Mahomes I and I just really can't bet against the Patriots right now. With the whole thing with the media and fans and all them. And Tom. And, Tom and here's Brady another thing. Washed up, here's another not thing. Going nowhere. Tom Brady heard all that. Oh yeah. I think that's that's what's driving him. To and here, playoff. here's my thing. I've been I haven't been doing this for years, but I'm done saying that Tom Brady and the Patriots are done. They're never done. Yeah, I'm sorry. They'll and people need to know this. Tom, whenever Tom Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is the coach of the Patriots. As long as those two are together, the Patriots are not done. I don't want to hear it. I never want to hear that again. Last year was amazing. Yeah, I don't want to hear. I do not want to hear made it. it. I don't want to hear that the Patriots are washed up. If they have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to say that they're going to lose this one. And Patriot fans. Oh, Patriot fans. Um, I don't have much respect for Patriot fans because they're all bandwagoners. Most of them. Most of them. That's we um, most, most of them. them. Yes, but Patriot fans that I have heard say, oh, this team's not a Super Bowl team. Oh, Tommy's not the player he once was. Yes, that is correct. Tom Brady is not the player he once was. He cannot throw the ball deep as far as he used to. I get it. He's still Tom Brady. He's still the GOAT. And people and people on Twitter, too, um, saying, oh, Tom Brady's the GOAT after, you know, he's in the Super Bowl. Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's still the GOAT. Like, he would have been the GOAT still if he would have lost. Yeah. He's, I'm sick and will, tired of he hearing it. He will go it. down as 
one of, if not the best quarterback. Yeah. Please stop like please and stop reminding me that football. please stop reminding me that he's the GOAT. We know he's the greatest of all time. We know. We he says you know, he doesn't say it himself. It's it's said every single year. He still would have been the GOAT if he lost. He's even greater that he won. Congratulations. Exactly. But who knows? Maybe if he and I was doing a little bit I don't know if I was talking to you about this or my brother, but I was doing a little bit of background on Tom Brady. First Super Bowl that he played in was, was against the Rams. Rams. St. Louis Rams. R.I.P. St. Louis. Saint Louis. Correct. It is L.A. Rams now. Yeah. Doesn't make a difference. Sorry. I don't care. It would be amazing if he went out. Mm. Even if he won. It would still be amazing you know if you went out like I'm that. not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. No, I'm I'm just saying it would be I'm not gonna get my hopes cool up anymore. How he would go out. I'm yeah. not saying as a fan of the Jets, I'm not saying yes, he's finally done. I'm saying I think this would actually be a pretty cool way to go out. Like your first, now your last is basically the same thing. I'm not gonna buy it. He's gonna play another five years. It's, that's it's his all possible. and we're gonna be it's miserable for another possible. five years. It's all possible. Like I said last night, if the Patriots win you know, America used to win when the Patriots won, maybe in like 2003. Yeah. But now that the Patriots are still winning, America is losing. Because <laughs> it's true. Because I, you know, if you're a diehard football fan like me, yes, I'm a Jet fan. Yes, I can be biased sometimes against the Patriots. Shoot me. Sorry. I've been dealing with this for too long now. I just want them out. I want, I want, I want to be done with this. But. You know, I give them credit where credit is due. It's the best coach, quarterback, coach, owner, duo, whatever. It's the best ever. Okay, like I don't like. You don't have to tell me that I don't know that. I do. Believe me, I see them twice a year. <laughs> um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I will never bet against the Patriots again until Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are gone. I'm sorry. So I'm picking the page. I'll. Uh, we're not previewing the Super Bowl yet, but I'm picking the Patriots. It's, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll pick the Patriots. I don't like to pick the Patriots, but they give me no reason not to. No, you're right. You're right. It's a sad day. Sad day in New York City. Sad day in New Jersey, tri-state area. Sad day all over. Just in case you forgot, you're listening to the Tri-State Sports on Anchor FM. Always plug. It's very somber here today because the it's just it's frustrating. And we could go on a rant all night about how it's annoying that the Patriots in the Super Bowl, but they earned it, unfortunately. They earned it. Then you know, they're the best to ever do it. That's all there is to it. Everybody knows this. It's the same story. The same story. But, you know, not to call out your brother, but yeah. Matt Bruno. To say that you weren't worried, I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that for a second. You can tell me you weren't worried all you want. Joe's Joe's little brother Matt is a Patriot fan. I kind of think he's a bandwagoner, but it's fine. He says he's not, but yeah. he is. When was your brother born? Where was your brother born? 01. 02. 02. The Patriots won their first Super Bowl in 01 with Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. If you were a Patriot fan pre Tom Brady, I give you all the credit in the world. Absolutely. Then that yes. Then those yes. fans deserve it. You fans out there that were that became Patriot fans. Pre two thousand seven, stop! Please stop. I'm a Patriot fan. Why? Well, they went nineteen and zero. They almost won the Super Bowl. I'm gonna ride or die with this team. Yeah. Wait till Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are gone. Let's see how many Patriot fans are gonna be out there talking. They'll be switching over. They'll be jumping on the Jets bandwagon when. Uh, I don't even Adam, believe that. When Adam Gase and uh, Sam Darnold go all the way. That's a bold prediction, Joe. You really believe that? Place money on it. Mm. 1800 gambler. Oh, yeah, Joe needs it. Oh, my God. All right, so that's enough for that. Like I said, we'll preview the Super Bowl. We got two weeks into the Super Bowl. Yep. yep. Um, always an exciting time, but it's even better when the Patriots aren't in it. All right, I'm done talking about this. Um, we're going to move on now. Yeah, we're going to take a break. When we come back. Joe's going to talk his hockey a little bit, going to talk a little bit of hockey. And then I want to know Joe's real takes. I don't know if I don't know if the takes he's telling me are real. About the Adam Gase hiring for we'll the talk. New York for the New York, we'll talk. I just want, I want you to talk, and I will we'll listen because we'll see. The people know my takes. Yeah. People want to know your takes. All that when we come back. You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM, and we're back on the Tri-State Sports Beat. So 
a little news out of the hockey world today. Henry, well, not even today, a few days ago. But Henrik Lundqvist with the uh, the sixth spot on all-time wins list. In Rangers history? In NHL. NHL, wow. NHL. History. NHL milestone. He, cool. uh, he passed Terry Sawchuk, mm-hmm. who broke the record. Well, not break the record, but he played from 1949 to 1970. Terry Sawchuk. So he, yeah. Who did he play for? I believe Calgary. Really? Good thing to look up. Good trivia question. But yes, um, he played for a while. Um, 445 all-time wins for Solchuk. Lundqvist the other night broke it with 446, obviously. Um, <clears throat> so a great milestone to his uh, to add to his career. Mm-hmm. Um but the Rangers all around not looking so good right now. Rebuilding. As rebuild, we know. correct. A little fun fact. Um, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, the head coach of the New York Rangers. He wait, sorry. Did he go did he coach at Boston College or Boston, Boston University? College. He did. Okay. I, thought was, I thought it was Boston University. Anyway. I could no, maybe now, now you're making me second guess right. again. Well, we'll have to look it up later. Um, I think it's Boston University. It might be. Mm, I'll look it up. Yes, it is because I remember. I know who the coach for okay uh, BC is. Um, yes, Boston University. All right, David Quinn. What about him? Dan. Dan. Sorry. Dan. David um, Quinn. Sorry. He kind of had a meltdown with the media. Oh, that's right. I remember you the, telling me that. The, yeah, and the with the players and everything. Only a few games ago. Um. The Rangers were on a real cold streak, mm. and he he got pretty upset about it. They went in just the beginning of January. They went one, two, three, four, five, five losses in a row. Hmm. Six what, losses in their in seven. Was it to teams that they could have beaten, or was it against like teams that are kind of out of their league this year? No, they. I mean, nobody's really out of their league only because. Like you said earlier, they're in a rebuild. Yeah. So, but they played against teams like Colorado and Arizona, who had really not been. Well, Colorado's a lot better than they were last year, right? They are better than they were last year, but not a lot better. Still, no. Okay. Not. I know. I know the Arizona Coyotes are bad, but yeah, Arizona's at twenty three. Not, not saying anything Mm. for the Rangers because they're at twenty one. But could be it, worse. It it could be twenty eight with the Devils. Oh yeah, well, that's what happens. That's a little dig at you. Right Thanks, now. Joe. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, no. So they're games that they shouldn't have lost one uh, six to one against Colorado or five nothing against Arizona. Yeah, there was like a stretch there so, where they were giving up a lot of goals. So yeah, and those were back to back games too. It's not like they were. Was Lundqvist playing, or was it the other guy? It was Lundqvist. Oh, interesting. So, not not too much good news out of that that franchise. But since the meltdown, they the Rangers won six two over Carolina, four three over Chicago, mm. and just the other night. I think Chicago is out of the team you got to beat, though. Yes, um, and then just the other night they defeated Boston three two. So, which that Boston original game was six, actually, that Boston game was actually a pretty big game, and now they go on to the All Star break. Mm-hmm. So they have they have they, any All Stars this year? They have Longquist. Oh, okay. Longquist is in the All Star. Okay. Games. So, congratulations there, but really nothing else for the Rangers. Nothing new. Still losing most of the games anyway. But it it is a nice thing that. When the coach, when the when their head coach speaks, that it, there's some listening in the now. In the locker room. Being a former hockey player, high school, what would you consider your post high school hockey career being? It was juniors. Juniors. Okay. So, had that ever happened to you in a situation where your coach kind of freaked oh, out? Yeah. And now, did it, now, and did it work? Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. Um, because 
the coach is somebody that you're supposed to look up to and really respect. So that's the guy you play for. Exactly. So whatever, if you don't respond to like a meltdown or like when he comes, his upset being upset in the locker room Mm. and he really shows it to everybody all at once, not just single, single players that it really shows that he cares for the team. He cares for the players that are playing for the team and for them to bounce back like that. It shows that they do respect him back. They do, they do care for what they're playing for, mm-hmm. in, in essence. So it is really good to see them bounce back with three and zero on the the following three games from that that meltdown. But I still don't think they really have a great chance to make playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Same thing with the Devils; they're not great yeah. in the wild card standings. They are three spots out of the wild card mm-hmm. position. Um, so it it's not looking too great. So enough from the negative in the hockey world. Let's talk about the positive. The hottest team in the NHL, the New York Islanders. True or false? Hottest team in the NHL. I would say the most unexpected team. But right now, NHL. are they right yeah, now? Are they the hottest team hot. in the NHL? They're extremely hot. Um, in the month of January alone, they have they are. He's just fact checking. Eight out of ten wins in that's, the month of January. That's great. So I mean, incredible. They they played played teams like Tampa Bay one five one. Was that at um, home, or was that away? That one I believe was home. So it was in Brooklyn. Um, or it could be the Coliseum. Yeah. They played the well, yeah, de- I think they beat right. the Devils four one in the Coliseum, which I was very confused by because I was watching, and I was like, "Oh, the ice is kind of different." It yeah. says, um, "It says something different." It didn't say Barclays Center. It says something else. I think it was like NYCS Live or something like that. So I was like, "Oh, they must be playing at the Coliseum." Because I didn't see that big car. You know, when you watch an Islanders game, you see that car in the background. I don't know what kind of car it is, but not that it matters, but. Yeah. Do you oh, yeah. feel well, – now, are the Islanders playing more ga- – have they played frequent games in January at Nassau Coliseum? Have you noticed? Um, I, I really didn't even notice okay. if they have or not. So I was going to say, if that's the case, then – I mean, that's something that I pay attention to, but not as much, only because – See, I'm weird like it's, that. Yeah, it's it's a cool fact. Yeah, I, I pay attention. I pay attention to where teams play because I think well, a I franchise think, like the Islanders, yeah. they have home ice advantage when they're playing at the Coliseum. Yeah. In Brooklyn, I don't see That's it, true. but I don't watch enough Islanders games to really know. So, um, you know, it. I I will check it out. See if they if they do. Hmm. But, I'd like um, to know their record this year when playing at Nassau Coliseum. That yeah. would that interests me. Yeah. Find that out for me. Right. Um. Yeah, all I've heard about is the Islanders, how hot they are, and are they in a playoff spot right now they at the are moment? In a playoff spot. So, they are. So that'd be great. I have the Islanders in the playoffs. When the last time they made it was I don't know if they made it last year. No. I think that might have been three or four years it ago. Might have been. Too. Um it would be nice to see the Islanders back in the playoffs because they're kind of like you know, when you think about New York hockey or tri-state area hockey, you think a lot of the Rangers. I mean, not not a lot of. I mean, the Devils and Islanders are kind of in that category where they're just there. Everyone, you know, you talk to a lot of hockey fans in in this area, they're a Rangers fan probably. Mm-hmm. And then there's some Devils fans, there's some Islanders fans, but I feel like the Islanders are kind of forgotten, especially these past couple of years, because you know, the Rangers had a good 11, 12 year run where they were good and making the playoffs and then the devils made the playoffs last year and, but still are kind of rebuilding. So it's kind of nice to see the Islanders finally, you know, have an upper hand on, you know, your interstate rivals, I guess. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's good for Islanders fans. I'm, you know, happy for them. I just wish it's something, there's something about them playing in Nassau Coliseum that just seems right instead of them playing in Brooklyn. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and hopefully they do switch back over or at least go back. Now you said to the area. a couple episodes ago, I think I knew this, but I, I totally forgot about it, that. They're now they're Are they in the process of building the stadium in, 
or stadium or arena in Belmont, are they in, in the process of doing that or have they not begun that yet? Um, I don't think they're in the process as of yet. But the like, the the groundwork is there for them to build it there. Yeah, they're looking at well, they're looking into funds. They're looking into mm-hmm. where the best spot will be. That would be cool. Yeah, because then you have because then it could be like a Meadowlands kind of thing where you have MetLife Stadium and then you have the horse track and then you have like the FanDuel Sportsbook, yeah. which we should spend some time at this year yeah, because we, we probably will. You know, newly Jets season ticket holders are going to be there a lot this year. Maybe instead of there we go instead of uh, tailgating. I like to tailgate though. Uh, yeah, but we we have, could do that a couple. We, we have, have eight what, games. Eight games, yeah. Ten games if you want to include the preseason games. Well, yeah. Well, if we we'll go see. to those, I we'll don't know. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, off topic. Um, sorry, just to cut you off really quick. Ugh. Terry Sawchuck. Yeah. I would way off Detroit. Detroit really? Was, Detroit was where he really played a a long time. Um. 734 games total in Detroit alone. Really? He played is that where he's known? Is that yeah. where he's like yeah. best? Um, really? He played 14 years there, three in Toronto, two in Boston, one for the Kings, and one for the Rangers. See, I thought like... He actually ended his career with the New York Rangers, see, but he I only s- played eight games. See, I thought like Chris... Is it Chris Osgood? Uh, yeah. The goalie yeah, for the... Yeah. I thought he was like the, the guy yeah, for, but the, not, for not the... Not the that, not that long ago. I was watching Chris Osgood for a little bit. I know, but I thought he was that like he was that legendary goalie for the no, for the for the no, 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 no. for the uh Detroit Red Wings. No. Oh, okay. Um that's fun. I don't know. He that. was at the time he was because he was playing in like, he was playing in cup finals like when, two thousand six? Yeah, he was there when they won the cup. I believe I think it was oh seven. No, oh eight. It was, I think it was, it was early two thousand. Yeah, yeah. It was early two thousand. Um but yeah, so I didn't know that Terry Sawchuk, huh? Yeah, I I don't know. I thought for some reason he was, um, Calgary. That's kind of like saying like Ray Bork was like a legendary Boston Bruin, but he won the cup <laughs> I in know, Boston. I know, but spent his so that was, he was Colorado, right? Ray Bork. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that I know. See, I know, I know, so I know, I know hockey history. I don't know a lot of you know stuff right now, but. Because you know, Devils are twenty eighth, and to be honest with you, I'm not really watching. Didn't know who them. Roger Bear was. So just, okay. All right, whatever. I don't. Fo- I don't. It's okay. It's okay. I, I'm the same way with football. Mm. I'm the same way with football. 2012 Stanley Cup playoffs. Then come talk to me. Oh, come on. <laughs> Listen, that's what I have. Ninety four. That's what I have to hang my hat. You weren't even alive then. <laughs> you can't say that. You were not even alive then. See, we're getting back into arguments that we yeah, had in yeah, high well, school, middle let's, school. Let's move back. So the Islanders, the they are probably the hottest team in the NHL right now. Do you think they can keep playing at this pace? Uh from what it looks like, yeah. Only mm. because they played Tampa Bay and won five one. Tampa Bay is number one. You do one. have to remember though, it's it is league. just the all star break. It is a long it is. long season. You're right. And a lot I being a Rangers fan, you know that after the all star break, no matter how good you were doing in the beginning of the season, mm. you can fall apart just as easy. And the that is what the Rangers are known for. If they're playing really I think, I think in the beginning, you watch all you have the all-star break and right after they fold. I think all three local teams, I mean, yes, the Devils are twenty eighth, the Rangers are what, twenty first? Yeah, or, Rangers are twenty one. I think they still have a chance. I mean it's it's the halfway point of the season. Like I can understand who's the who's at the very bottom? Chicago? Chicago I can understand bottom, they like they have no shot. Well, one of them at the bottom. I don't have the rest of it. But. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's you got to think of it. It's the halfway point. Yeah. And yeah. Y- and you have some ground to make up, but there's not a lot of room for, you know, for I fooling know, around. As a Rangers fan right now, I'm looking at draft picks. And well, because you guys like, are in a rebuild. Yeah. So we we do decent. We're doing decent with the guys that we have right now, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of work to be done. A lot of work, and there's there's a lot of talk about trades. There's a lot of talk about. Is there any thought on move? Is there like any like rumors or stuff going around saying that the Rangers are going to move on from Lundqvist? Not say trade him, but like, uh, is there a chance like he's not the goaltender two years from now or even a year from there's now? There's always the thought. For me, yeah, I would I would say I've been talking about it for the past year and a half, two mm. years. 
Um, media wise, not really. They are looking at like the backup goalie right mm-hmm. now, Georgiev, uh, um, who's who looks pretty good. Um, Do you think they'll have to trade? It's a possibility. If Lund- like let's just, let's the say thing, the only thing is is Lundqvist is such an icon in New York, and he's already came out and said that he wants to retire a Ranger. Mm. So I don't I don't know if they'll really trade him. Only because he does have that relationship. No, I will. I will see. You don't let me finish. Well, no, I'm. I'm talking my perspective oh. because I. I've talked about training. Uh, trading him. But I. I wasn't before, saying. I don't think they will. I wasn't saying saying to trade him. I was saying if he was going to retire, would the Rangers have to make a trade for a goaltender, or do you think? Oh, uh, that's um, what I'm saying. See. Um. With the. Or can you count on Georgiev to coach, be the goalie? With the goalie coach that we have now, he's molded. Goalies such as Chad Johnson, um, Cam Talbot. Okay. Um, is he still in Edmonton? He's still in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Longquist. Mm. So he's got he's got some pretty good. He's got a pretty good resume. Resume. Well, excuse so me. I don't think they really need to trade if they want to win now. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. But like I said, they're in a rebuild. So you think they got? They're so like, they have they room have to groom a young goalie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they Understand. they actually have another one in the minors uh, that I'm blanking on the name for right now. But so far, he's looking pretty decent. He's looking mm-hmm. pretty good. So I really don't think they have any reason to trade for a goalie. I don't think Not yet. I'm saying in yeah, the immediate yeah. future. I think if you're a Rangers fan, you have to look at the immediate future. Yeah. With Lundqvist, with, I mean, who are the older guys on the team that could possibly go? Um, You always have, um, not even young, but uh, Chris Kreider. Mm-hmm. There, there's a little bit of talk about Chris Kreider. Um, Mark Stahl. There is, sorry, there is a, there, there would be a market for a guy like Chris Kreider and Mark Stahl. They've talked about Brady Shea, who's young, who I really yeah, I don't I love. understand I that. Like, I don't I like get him. that. They have, they've talked about. Was he Zuccarello, brought up in? The, was he brought up in Kevin the range? Was he brought up in the Ranger system? Zuccarello? Brady Shea. Brady Shea, yes. So I don't know. I don't know. But you even there's even talk about uh, Matt Zuccarello. Well, I could see he that. He was I, brought up. Well, I could see that because he's been on the team for a while. Like he's been, he's a veteran on that team now. He's not, he's not young. But you look to those guys, you know. So you, right, being a young team, I you say need some of those I, leaders. Yeah. I say if you and this is for any sport, if you want to have a successful season or a successful team, you have to have a good um, ratio of young guys and yeah, veterans. You're right. Yeah. Because of obvious reasons, you know, all a team of all young guys, yeah, the talent's there, but you have no discipline. I think that's just my no. Opinion. You're absolutely correct. And absolutely correct. a team of all old guys, I mean, might as well give them walkers because they're not they're yeah. you know, they're not going to be as athletic. As especially they once were. especially against these kids that are getting grown yeah up. yeah. So. And there are kids in, in the NHL that are as young as what seventeen being in the league now. Uh, as 18? of now, I don't know. 17. 18 is pretty possible. Nineteen, yeah. yeah. So, just that alone <sighs> is is crazy. Anything? Any other hockey you want to talk about? Um, well, Devils. Okay. Devils, but again, they're they're kind of. I wasn't really going to talk much about them, but yeah, they're kind of in the same boat as the Rangers right now. Mm. Um, winning, losing, winning, losing. I wouldn't say they're. Re- I wouldn't say they're rebuilding. They need. Uh, they need to figure out what they're doing with Corey Schneider because <laughs> the guy's got a no trade clause, and you could get something for him at mm-hmm. this point. I mean, is he going to play anymore? I don't know what's going on. How long, what's his? Do you know what his contract I, is at right now? I have no idea. Not really. Uh, Taylor Hall's hurt. That's not good. I mean, he's basically the whole team. Um, Kyle Palmieri instead is going to the All-Star Game, so congratulations to the uh, local New Jersey product. Mm-hmm. Um, they have promising pieces, Will Butcher. Um, there's other young guys that uh, Nate Bastain just made his debut the other night, I think. Didn't, I wa- did, yeah, didn't I watch it, but, him. I mean, I'm waiting for guys. And, of course, Nico Heischer's there. He's he's actually third on the list for goals. Yeah, so, Love what I'm seeing from him, number one they, overall pick. Again, so they have, they have 
the young guys mm-hmm. right now. They just got to mesh them together. And, and you said they're not in a rebuild, and I agree. Mm. But they do have. And I had they have more youth than yeah. they have. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of hope for John Quenville, and oh, he is just not panned out. There are a lot of guys in that devil system that are just have been there for years and have gotten their chance, and they have just not panned out. How how do you like uh, Severson? Kind of. I mean, he's he's there. So I mean, I've seen. I hate. I still hate. I still hate the fact that they that John Moore is no longer here. I I dislike that so much. Uh, I think Andy Green maybe has a year or two left before. uh, I don't know. I wasn't really keen. Probably. I mean. You gotta think about it. He yeah. was, he was on the team. He was a rookie, I think, in two thousand eight, maybe. And so he's, guys he's like Brodor and Elias were still playing. Yeah. I think uh, Brian Ralston was making was still playing. Um. So yeah, I mean the devil. I, 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 I again. I have to be honest. I have not watched a lot because I know that they're not good, and I've been watching a lot of football this year, and really want baseball to come around the corner. And the Knicks are terrible, so I don't really watch them. I've been watching. I've been watching the Nets. The Nets are playing really well, but um, yeah. I mean, when the Devils are on, I watch them, but. Whenever I watch them, they're down three nothing, and I'm like, this team is not going to come back because I don't care who they're playing; they're not going to come back, and that's just what happens. If Taylor Hall's not on the ice, uh, I don't give them a great shot. So that's how that goes. Hmm. And I don't know how long Taylor Hall's going to be. He's been out for or what's going on with him. That's how out of sync I kind of am with the Devils right now. But I mean, I'm not not to say that I'm not a fan anymore. I'm just. It's it's, it's like the Knicks. I'm not interested. I'm not interested this year because they're not, you know, they're not performing like they should. I'm not saying the Knicks were gonna should perform to a playoff standard. The team's not obviously a playoff team, but I mean, with the Devils, it was different because the Devils made the playoffs last year. Yes, they got swept by Tampa Bay, but they made the playoffs. They were good enough to make it. I mean, I kind of expected that this year, but they're 28th in the league for a reason. So, and I still, I still stand behind John Hines. He's a good head coach. He he deserves the extension, but so I need I need more playoff berths in the future. Yeah, so I need more playoff. You berths. don't really necessarily believe it's it's an office discrepancy. No. It's more so it's just players not playing yeah. to their caliber. I have confidence in the Devils front office and all that stuff. I think John Hines John Hines Ray Shiro has been around the block a couple times. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So uh, he got Taylor, Taylor Hall here for a penny basically and Adam Larson. So yeah, lucky. Um, I still can't believe that. That's, I wish the Rangers did that. He won uh, the first uh, heart trophy in devil's history. I'll hang my hat on that forever. Taylor Hall could be long gone. The devils could be Jets, really bad. Jets have plenty of heart trophies. We don't have to. Hang the a hat the on. Jets have plenty of heart Jets, trophies. My God. See where my brain is right now. Your brain's on Adam Gase. And we're going to get to that. It is. We're going to get to that when we come back. Thanks for the hockey talk, Joe. Of course, that was Joe's Joe's hockey segment we have once in a while for you hardcore NHL fans out there. Whoop, whoop. But now we're going to get to the good stuff. Been waiting for this. I'm going to sit back and listen on Joe's hot takes on the Jets hiring Adam Gase. You guys heard me on, uh, what was it, Friday? And you'll get to hear Joe. I'm going to let Joe take over and just go. When we come back, you're listening to Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. All right, guys. Welcome back. Joe, I want to hear your takes. People want to know your takes. I um, I went off about Adam Gase. I didn't go off. I was very optimistic because, I because like I said, every day – I like the movie even more, to be honest. And, you know, I would have ra- rather have Adam Gase instead of Matt Rule. But anyway, I'm going to sit back and I'll leave it with this. Your thoughts on the New York Jets hiring Adam Gase 
as their next head coach. Go for it. So, I think me and you both weren't too thrilled about Adam Gase no. at the very beginning at all. No. And even when he first got signed, we weren't very I happy. wanted to cry. We were, we were. We were. We were how could we how could they do this like this is just this is a typical jets move mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 um but like you just said every day i kind of i kind of feel a little bit better about the the move um his press conference was his first official press conference was a little uh crazy like the eyes the eye, yeah, the eyes. But um, <laughs> other than that, I think Nick had sent me a few um, other podcasts and um, and talk shows and everything, just interviews, basically little interviews on him right after the broadcast or the first broadcast that he had, or, and um, he seemed looked, he seemed a lot more it human. Looked a lot, yeah. It looked a lot better, and he spoke very highly of Sam Darnold and what he can he can't wait to do with him. So, I think him being known as a quarterback guru per mm-hmm. the league is a little refreshing. Um, I'm excited for next season. Either way, I was going to be excited for next season, but. Like you said, I I wasn't very happy with the move. Looking back on it now, seeing what he did do with Tannenhill when Tannenhill was healthy was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. One of the playoffs our first year when so, yeah, Tannenhill so, was relatively <clears throat> healthy. So I don't necessarily hate the move anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm more so... You're growing accustomed to it. Yeah, I'm more so for it. Yeah. Um, I think there's a few underlying causes that the for the reason they didn't hire McCarthy. There's a little bit of talk about him not being able to bring in his own personnel, or that's for, that was for Rule. I'm sorry. No, it was for both. It was for both. Mm-hmm. I know Rule made it like a big stink, and um, Rule needs to stay in college. So yeah, I I wasn't too big on Rule. No, I think I think that one would have been even worse than. <laughs> That was my absolute last choice. So, so like I said, I think it's it's growing on me. I I like it a little more every day. Um, I think all I really have to say is I'm excited for next year. I'm excited to see how he forms around, uh, how he forms Donald. He grooms. I like to see. I like to see who is interested in him and who will come to the Jets now. Um, I, I mean, I like, I even like the defensive coordinating. Yeah. We're just going to, I was just going to get to that. Greg uh, Williams. So I, think- I said before that it makes the gaze higher. <coughs> it makes the gaze higher 10 times better. Yeah. Cause he, I think he really knows he's intense. What he's doing. I think he's yeah, and I think that's what this defense needs. Thirty years, thirty years being an NFL you coach. Have, you have Jamal Adams at strong safety, mm-hmm. and then you have Greg Williams on the sidelines, both going crazy on and off the field. I think it's I think it's going to make for a very entertaining season. Jamal Adams said that the Jets need more dogs, and he was probably talking about players, but. They got a real dog in Greg Williams. I oh, said absolutely. that. I said that on Friday. He's coming straight from the goal. He got a, pound. Oh yeah. So I think. Yeah. I think this is exactly the way that um, Jamal Adams was was thinking about. Um. They just got to do it the right off season. Do you think? I think I I feel this way, but do you think Gase is better off? You know, knowing the control that he had in Miami, he had say a lot of say over the fifty-three man roster. This not being the case with the Jets, do you think that benefits him a lot because he's just focused on coaching now? Yeah, I think I think it riles him in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it because like I said before gives him more time with the players, with doing his actual job, mm-hmm. not doing 
a general manager's job. To do. Correct. I said on Friday that he, you know, it was his first head coaching gig. He was there for three years. I just think he had too much on his plate and he had too much responsibility for a first year head coach. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think with the Jets, what the Jets are giving him now with just focus on what you need to do on the field, mm-hmm. in the practice, in the locker room. I think that's what he should have had with Miami, and they didn't give that to him. And I think he's going to – I'm hoping he's going to shine and help players shine this coming season or even two seasons from now. And I want to know your thoughts because, remember, we watched the press conference when it was live on SNY, and – we were kind of freaking out when CEO Christopher Johnson was talking. I went off about this on Friday and how it annoys me. I'd like to, I would really like to know how you feel about Christopher Johnson, not implementing a playoff mandate saying that there's no playoff mandate that he'll never do that. I want to know your thoughts. Um, Playoff mandate being for this year. I agree with ever. That's when he got me was when he said ever. He's never going to do this. I don't think he should never do this because I think it gives coaches a free pass. And it's not even that, too. You want your owner. I could go on about this again. I'm not going to. You want your owner to be strong, too. And I think that's where you're getting at. You You want your owner. Your owner represents the entire franchise. Yes. You don't see other franchises saying, there's no playoff mandate. There's yeah. no playoff mandate. You know what other owners are saying? The goal is to get to the playoffs. That's the goal. I have never heard an owner of an NFL franchise or a franchise in any sport mm-hmm. say there's no playoff mandate. There should be a playoff mandate every year. Not referring to hire to firing a coaching staff. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying there should be a playoff mandate every year. There's sh- the goal is to make the playoffs. The goal is to go to the Super Bowl. I don't care how bad your team is on paper or how good you think it is or how bad it really is. There should be a playoff mandate every single year. And, yes, I'm not saying after one you you have a playoff mandate and then you don't make it your first year, you fire the coach and the GM. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah. I'm saying there needs to be a winning-type culture. Just, it just seems And like, it starts with the owner. It just seems like the way he stated it is – that he doesn't care about making the playoffs. Yeah, that he it's it's not a big deal if you don't just play. Which football. is mediocre. I'm Medi- sick and yeah. tired of of mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sick and tired of the owners. You know, telling me, and you know, it's even worse now because now you know we're we're spending our hard earned money to see this team every week. Yeah, and we're putting in. You know, we kind of are putting the money towards Adam Gase's new contract for the Jets to spend money on players. If they don't spend the money on players, that's another thing. Are they going to spend the money the right way? They have $106 million. Are they going to spend it the right way? And this is before cuts and everything. And that's where that's where I was saying your GM has to be strong. It has to be, it has to be the one that leads you in the right direction. And hopefully this coaching job was – this coaching hire was – in the right direction, but now they have to do something on defense. They have to do something on the, on the O-line. They have to do something in the backfield. So you really have to pursue these guys. You can't just be like, oh, well, you can come here, but you might not make it to the playoffs, and we're not going to do anything about it. So. Uh, I don't know. I am... players, players want to make it to the playoffs. This is their dream since they've been. Oh, yeah. Two, three it's years It's just old. disheartening knowing that you now have a new head coach that has some upside but also has been criticized a lot. A GM that needs to show something in the next two years. Otherwise, he's gone too. And then an owner that's just like, eh. I, now, I'm a laid-back guy. But, but when you're in a GM position of professional football franchise, mm-hmm. you cannot be laid back. No. You have to Especially when your team is losing all the time. Because yeah, you're the owner, but you're the laughing stock. At least. So and 
I don't know what McCagnon's contract entails, but he's got to push too. He can't be just as laid back and think anything's going to happen. He needs to stop saying, oh, we like this guy. We like this guy. If you like them so much, get it done. Mm-hmm. Do something about it. I'm just, I'm just they tired. I'm and tired of hearing the no playoff mandate. I think that's yeah. BS. I think every other franchise has a mandate to make the playoffs. This one, for some reason, maybe it's because of the team I root for. I don't know. So it doesn't. Maybe we should start rooting for the Patriots. No, never. I will. I would rather no, no. But just, it's kind of like if you're a Jet fan, it's kind of disheartening because you have all this stuff to look forward to, and then to know that your owner doesn't care if he makes the playoffs or not. Like I said on Friday too, if this team wins seven games, is this going to be, oh, it's going to be a successful season because they won three more games than they did the previous year? No, it's not a success if you don't make the playoffs. That's how it is. That's how it has to be. The Jets, the ownership is accepting mediocrity. If they, you know, if they, they went four and 12 this past year, if they go seven and nine this year, eight and eight, six and 10, oh, improvement oh that's you know we're improving okay i get you have to develop a team these some of these guys some of these young guys are going to their third and fourth years now this is the time you have to win this is the time the development has to show Agreed. i'm not you know there's no more developing these guys you know these guys are pros are ready to play you know sam Darnold's in his second year i mean there's he's got a long way to go but he's got you know he's a second year pro now he's you know Take the leash off a little bit and let him go. He's got all offseason to work with his new coach. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that he shouldn't improve. But it's just nothing else really frustrates me. It's just the ownership just frustrates me to no end because they are accepting to be mediocre, which in a, in a division with the Patriots is the worst thing you could do is to not have a playoff mandate. Like, if you don't even at least have a playoff mandate, at least have a mandate to beat them. Like, beat the pe- like beat the have, teams you're supposed to beat. Have multiple divisional wins. Yeah. If there's no playoff mandate, okay, have a mandate to win a game, win have, games. You have to have some kind of milestone. Yeah. Is what we're getting at. The milestones the Jets are getting are losing milestones, yeah, believe it or not. Exactly. You have to have season milestones where – you win a certain amount of games one season, mm-hmm. then you up it two, three games for the next season. Then you go to playoffs. You know what I mean? You can't you can't say every season, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be right here because of last season. Mm. No. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna no. be, we're gonna be competitive. Yeah, I don't wanna hear that anymore. No. It's not no. Every team goes into a, a game competitively, you know. We're watching Iowa State, Kansas. They're playing competitively right now. You know, it's it's a different sport, but whatever. I just had to get a point out there. But, you know, the Jets are going to play competitive every week. It's not like they're going out there and half-assing it. I mean, maybe at the end of the year when they know they're out of it, maybe they're half-assing it. I don't know. I am not. I don't play. I'm not a player out there. All I can do is watch. And what I've been watching is despicable. 4-12. Mm-hmm. and 12. That's the worst season since I've been a Jet fan. 4-12. and 12. Record-wise. It's been the worst year. Teams with, you know, there were some Jet teams on here where I don't even remember, you know, who half the guys' names are, and they did better with guy, you know, with lesser players than they have right now, which says something about management. So, the and will, ownership. The will to win starts at the top. Mm-hmm. I, and it's not looking too good. No. But I think... Hopefully, it gets turned around with the head coach. Hopefully, they do a lot of big offseason um, acquisitions. And hopefully, next year is a lot more exciting than this. I hope so. If we come back here at this time and they're 3-13, and 13, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> if they're 3-13, and 13, I don't think we'll be getting season tickets the following year. Mm, but knowing us, we will. Yeah, we will. We probably will. <sighs> Maybe we'll get Rangers season tickets. New York um... Rangers season tickets, the hockey team. I'll pass. I'll pass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I guess that's it for us. Uh, Joe, lead us out. Why not? You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back on Friday. Yes, that is the date, Friday. To talk. To talk. Uh, Tri-State Sports. 
more football, football previews. We'll talk anything. We'll talk everything. There's not much anything to preview. There's not much to preview because the Super Bowl is two weeks away. Want to preview the Pro Bowl? That'll be fun, right? <laughs> oh my god. If anybody actually watches the Pro Bowl, I don't know. I don't know. I'll watch it this year. I'll watch it a little so, bit. I know somebody watched it. Watch a little bit, but like the whole thing about the Pro Bowl, like they have like a weekend thing now where they're like the they're trying to they try to make it like the NHL and yeah. the NBA. It just doesn't work. Anyway. I might watch that. I'm 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 curious. I watched about that the that. past two years. I'm it was I haven't crap. I've never watched it. But, uh, all right. NFL, at least you're trying, right? At least they're trying. Right. It's cool. You got to make up for your crappy refs. All right, all right. that's enough. Tri-State uh, Sports Beat on Anchor FM. Joe, of course, it's always a pleasure. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Tri-State underscore Beat for all your extra content. And uh, support our podcast. We really would appreciate it if you guys would support us. Click the button on our Anchor FM page. And, uh, yeah, that'd be really cool. Of course, And message us on the Anchor app. We want to know all your takes. I can't say that enough. Message us on here. We want to know what the fans think. Of the show, or you have a hot sports take, we might put it in the show. We'll talk about it. What the heck? We'll talk about anything. We can talk about Iowa State basketball if you really want. I don't know much about it, but what the heck? Mostly try state. Let's keep it try state. Yeah. But if not, if not, we can do our research. We'll do research. We'll do anything you want. All right, that's enough. We're gonna go out to eat now. We're gonna, you know, sulk that the Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. Try state sports beat. Signing off. Signing off. Good night, guys. If you want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at TriState underscore Beat. Also, if you want to make an appearance on the show, send us a message on the Anchor app. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Start spreading the news.